All right, there's nobody I'd rather have on right now than Richard Blyer, the newest Boston Red Sox. Unfortunately, he is leaving. Uh, well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. Um, he's a hometown Florida guy, but he's coming up to Boston. He's leaving his hometown Marlins. Um, I know that it's uh, you've been on a few different teams, but it must be still. I mean, listen, Richard, I mean, the, being in your hometown team, like that's that's a good thing, right? I mean, that's I, I mean, I grew up watching the Marlins play. Um, so, you know, I, I went to the games when they were at Joe Robbie or pro, pro player, you know, where the Dolphins play. Um, and and so when they were the Florida Marlins. So it, 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 it was definitely a really cool experience. When I first got traded to the Marlins, it was 2020 when they had like 18 positive COVID tests or whatever. That's how oh, I ended up with the Marlins in the first place. So I just remember them calling me and like, hey, you got traded. Uh, I was with the Orioles at the time. Like, oh, okay, to where? You know, like, I don't know. It was a weird year. It could be anything. And they're like, to the Marlins, I'm like, don't, don't like, don't, do they still have a team right now? <laughs> like, what's going on over there? And so uh, that was interesting. But then after I started thinking about it, it was like a great fit. I, you know, I live at home for spring training. Uh, I'm, it, the, the stadium is is right there. My whole family's down in South Florida. But um, with that being said, it, it was, I really enjoyed my time with the Marlins. And like you said, it was really cool. But this is this is definitely uh, going to be an awesome experience. So, uh, so I, I have to ask you, you know, Florida Marlins sweet spot fandom. I'm guessing the Beckett sort of, you know, the the World Series Marlins, right? The, the, yeah, like 03 um, – I was in high school. I graduated oh five. Yeah. So like I, but I was. I, I mean, I the ninety three team, the first team. You know, like I know Charlie Huff threw out the first pitch. We got like Chuck Carr playing center field. So I knew. Um, you know, I was a fan back then. And uh, yeah, it's funny. Like I hate to age the guy. Like Dontrell Willis, I watched, and all. You know, he's still in- involved in baseball. And like, hey man, I was like a huge fan of yours, Cliff Floyd, huge fan. Uh, and so, and now like. They're like, they're, I don't know. They probably don't want to hear it. No, no, listen, um, listen, listen but you, you'd be surprised. You'd, you'd be surprised. They definitely want to hear it. And by the way, I don't know if you can see this. So uh, this guy right here, Mike Lowell. Mike Lowell. Yeah. The, the, uh, so uh, the, uh, I'll send you a copy of the uh, critically acclaimed Deep Drive, Mike Lowell autobiography I wrote with him. And so, oh, wow. uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it was made for people like you who grew up Florida fans. Yeah, I'm a big Mike Lowell <laughs> fan too. He was my first experience with uh, – so we used to go to the games and they didn't really have a ton of fans back then. And one time, I guess they got rained out the night before, so they had like a – they just had a doubleheader. It was like a weekday doubleheader. And there was 2,000 people at the game, probably. And I went with a bunch of my high school friends when I was in high school. This was, I think this was after 03, or I don't know, whenever he was there. But And it was my first experience with the show catch, you know, where the infielders play in front of the – throw in front of the dugout. And that was him. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so, see see this is what we're talking about we're bringing be that's how we bring people in little things yeah. like that and then and we do another our our the national baseball podcast that i do on a daily basis is baseballs and boring which we'll we'll have another conversation i, I want to have about the bigger the broader conversation with with uh about baseballs things like that it's memories like that where like it's the sweet spot right it, it's it's it sucks you in um which is which is it's funny because for me it's Fenway Park for you it's right. with Joe Robbie Joe Robbie Joe Robbie right? you know yeah I don't even it's uh 
hard rock now, but it, hard, you know, yeah. that, I was at the games, I think three or four names ago. So I don't know. Well, you, and then, in. you know, then it morphs into the H and R puff and stuff statue in center field and the Clevelander nightclub and, and, and left. And so the whole, the whole deal, it's they got just, rid of all that stuff, but that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that stuff came and gone. I never experienced, I went to a game. Um, I was in the minor leagues in 15 with the nationals. And so I went to a Marlins nationals game in September. Uh, Cause like a few of my friends got called up. So I watched, and that was my first time at Lone Depot. Um, watching the Nationals play when I was in AAA at the time with the Nationals, the year before I got to the big leagues. And um, and I was I just was pretty caught off guard at the stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's like a full-blown strip club in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like, it's like oh, the, the things are really slow. And then in the fifth inning, all of a sudden, Cody Ross turns around like, what's going on here? Yeah, that's what I, I yeah. remember. And this isn't what this podcast is about, but yeah, I man, sorry, it's a straight it's ball okay. right down the middle. You know, I remember Little Wayne coming in the clubhouse after the game when the Red Sox were there too. So I'm like, I have a lot really? of great. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a wild scene, and um, <laughs> it's a good time though. Um, you know, I <laughs> like I said, I really did. I'm with the Marlins and um, Kim. Kim is great. She's she's really, uh, you know, she, she's. I really enjoyed her. She was good. She she is good. So that's I'm I'm hoping them, you know, where all works out for the Marlins. Well, okay. So this is the cliche question, but still a good one. Tell me about when you were traded just the other day. Tell me, take me behind the scenes of everyone likes. So like what what this? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy because you I hear like other people's stories, and it's like some of them you, you wouldn't believe, like. I don't know how many guys found out they got traded through like Twitter, you know? Um, so, so this wasn't that at all. Kim called me. Uh, I was on my, I was about to walk out the door to head to the gym at like two o'clock and Kim, I don't know if, if people don't know, she's the Marlins GM. Yeah. Um, Kim Ng. And so she called me, she's like, Hey Richard, how you doing? It's like, uh, I don't know. You tell me, you know, <laughs> what's, what's up. I doubt you're just calling to check in. So I just want to let you know you got traded. And I'm like, Oh, Okay. Um, she's like to Boston. I was just like, um, and I was like, I don't like, what do you, what do you really say? Like, thank you. Um, uh, so, you know, and then I was like, um, yeah, you know, thanks. I appreciate the opportunities. You know, she gave me a nice opportunity and, and, uh, um, you know, and I, I got a nice two year deal from through her. And so I'm very appreciative of that. And, uh, and, she was very good to me, like I said. So, uh, you know, I thanked her for, for that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, and I, me, I'm like a wheeler and dealer. I said, Don't, I got your phone number. So uh, expect a phone call when I'm done playing baseball. Oh, yeah. So, and then, um, and then, yeah, she, uh, you know, and that's kind of it. You know, I think it's, uh, what's the um, money ball, you know, when, when they're like, hey, you got traded. He's like, okay. You know, like their guy will get a hold of you. It's kind of like, you know, what else do you really say? Like, thanks. Like, I'm not mad at her for trading me or anything along those lines. It's just, it's part of it. They're, the, the Marlins have three lefties. They had three lefties. Uh, they used, they liked the two lefties and, um, and, it, and Boston needed a lefty and it, and it, it, it kind of worked out like, but like I said, I wish I had a better story because I've heard, uh, you know, like, Guys, hey, you got I got traded. Twitter said, and then forty five minutes later, they get a call from somebody like, 
Hey, by the way, you got traded or whatever. It's like, oh, wow, that's pretty rough. That's What's way it, do, to you go. Have, do you have a good one? I mean, do you have like one that jumps out at you? Like the, the like, no, I um no, but I think I think that stuff like that happened when I was with the Orioles in like eighteen, uh, and it was like a it was just like a was it eighteen? It was like a rapid like a fire sale. You know, it was like every day it was like two guys gone, <laughs> gone, gone, gone. They couldn't even keep up. It was just like yeah. <laughs> You know, so I think I think like stuff like that happened where it was just on to the you know, like as soon as they made the one trade official, I was like, we got to get rid of the next guy. So, um, and <laughs> they got work, rid of pretty much everyone. Did you go and work out? Did you, uh, did, yeah, did you, yeah, you just got get in the car. I mean, you're just like, huh. I mean, that's, I mean, you said well, it's, not, it's not a great story, but still, like, Richard, I mean, I've, so I've never I'm, been, tra- I've never been traded, so like, I can't imagine even getting in the car. Well, but, well, I got traded, um, when I got traded from the from the Orioles to the Marlins, uh, that was kind of a, that was a, I guess that was a better story. So it was in season. It was, it was the, the first couple games into the COVID season. Um, and I had been pitching well and I was in a position to pitch with the lead and we had the lead against the Rays, and like the seventh inning went through and I didn't pitch the eighth inning didn't pitch. I was like, Oh, maybe I'm closing tonight because they, you know, they had lefties or whatever. And, uh, didn't pitch the ninth and we won the game and I went in, I went inside. And I was like, all right, you know, like, don't be that guy that's mad because you didn't, you know, like you, it didn't work out for you. Like, let just like, let's celebrate the win. And, and then, you know, you could just deal with your own stuff. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever, acting normal. And then they call me in, uh, they called me into the office and I, I was like, all right, how do I, you know, thinking like, how do I handle it? Do I just play it cool or do I stand up for myself? And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm standing up for myself. And so, well, he asked me right away, Mike Elias. He's like, Hey, you wondering why you didn't pitch tonight? I'm just like, yeah, I am. You know, like that's, <laughs> those are my, one of those innings was my inning. What, why are you, he's like, you got traded. I was like, Oh, okay. That makes sense then. You know, like, <laughs> why didn't you just call me? You know, how they'll like call guy from the bullpen and you see them like run across the field. Or- yeah. Yeah. The hug, the hug watch. The they didn't watch. do it. So no. they didn't do that. So they, they shipped me off to, to Miami. And then um, and then I got traded again from the Yankees to the Orioles in 17. But that was like, I got DFA'd. And then they they called me and they're like, hey, you got traded to the Orioles. Well, the so other question is, so you said, what do you say? Like, one of the things I, I would go through my head, I don't know if I would say it, but it's like, okay, who did I get traded for? You know? I did ask that. I did oh, you did? Oh, that. you did. Okay. Yeah. Because I've, I asked that both times, actually. When I got traded um, to the Marlins, I asked Mike. I said, "Well, did you get a good prospect at least? You know, like I got like fairly, like curious of my value." And they're like, "We got a prospect." <laughs> I'm like, like, "I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like a top fifty prospect, a top twenty prospect?" He's like, "No, twenty already. <laughs> you know, give me a little more credit than that." Um, and then, and then, so I asked, um, I asked him, like. Oh, who'd I get traded for? And she said Barnes. I was like, oh, that guy was an all-star a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's a good know? one. I mean, that's you know? a good one. That's a pretty good I know one. He got, D- he got DFA'd, but um, I just like to think that maybe there was like a billion other teams interested in him and and the Marlins were the highest bidders, you know. So, well, I can, I can talk. If you make it, it makes you feel better. I can talk up Mar- Matt Barnes all day long to make like, listen, this is, this is a guy who's of value. And, uh, and I think people, honestly, Richard, I think people look at it exactly like you did, which is, okay, one team had lefties. The other team didn't have lefties. The other team needed righties. Right. And it's two, it's, it's two pitchers who are good pitchers being traded for each other. 
And I think both it's it's the time where and really it's a sort of a rarity in this base day of baseball where it's like, okay, you got two good major league pitchers, they were traded for each other, and everyone feels good about it. So there you go. Yeah. I mean Yeah, I think it's like, you know, I looking at it from an outsider's perspective, just on the Marlins front, I don't know anything about Barnes or what was going on here. Like I barely know what he did last year. Like being in the NL, I really didn't follow the AL much. Um, I know he has had a lot of success in his career at, at times, uh, just from playing against him. Um, but just the way it kind of shaped out last year with me in, in Miami, they, uh, we had a couple lefties, uh, two other lefties, like I said, and they kind of, uh, for whatever reason, they were, they ended up being ahead of me on the depth chart of left-handed spots. So, uh, it just seemed like. It, you know, it just didn't seem like I w- there was really a, a dire need for me. Like there was when I first came over, I was the only lefty in 20. And then in 21, I was the first, I was the top lefty. And then, uh, you know, stuff happens quick. You hit a little speed bump and then, and, and you're, you're down to the third lefty real quick. Yeah. Well, but, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, I can go through, there's plenty of articles being have been written about you. Um, a lot of great things. A lot of things are like, oh my goodness, like you know, you, you look at baseball savant, you know, barrel rate and all of that. My question to you, Richard, is sort of like, where did it where did it turn for you? Like in terms of what what was the moment? And I saw you had you know you had you had implemented a cutter about whatever five or six years ago. Um, Sixteen, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but where where did it sort of turn for you where you said, okay, you know what? I can do this at a really effective level at, at the major league level. So still working on that. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and I'm shocked that I get people out every time. I don't know. You know, I'm like, how do they not hit these pitches? No, I think I, – but I think for a long time I did think like that. Uh, just like I just like – I'm like not this good. I don't know why these guys are not hitting this stuff. But And then I was like – but then I like would watch and like maybe uh, maybe I'm not that bad. But so I think in in the minors, you know, obviously I was in the minors for a really long time, like parts of nine years, um, and and so I think like, I just it was the stubbornness that really got in my way. I would say I, I feel like I had a game plan and I stuck with it, and I just stuck with it, and it was sinkers down and away. Everybody, you know, down and away gets you the ground ball, and. Uh, I just was not really willing to make an adjustment. I didn't, I didn't pitch in, in the minors. Um, and, and, uh, I didn't, didn't really, you know, I just figured my sinker was, was good. And it it was good enough to keep a job in the minors. And, and then it wasn't really till I made an adjustment and started mixing a little bit more in 2015 when I was in double A and triple A with the nationals, um, that I had a really good year as a starter actually. And, uh, and I, I kind of just switched up my, my approach and, and, and game plan and, and, uh, usage. And I think that's really, that kind of put me in a position to get in a position to get to the big leagues, uh, where I actually had a choice of teams like to sign as a minor league free agent. But, uh, and I, and I ended up signing with the Yankees where, um, you know, I, they were, kind of in a position to give out to they were giving opportunities to people who, you know, didn't matter how old you were or whatever prospect, some organizations kind of aren't like that. And the Yankees were definitely like that. And so I got to the big leagues pretty quickly in 16 
and and pitched well enough to stay there for a while and and then you know whatever they got rid of me with a one era and then i kind of went to the orioles but you, i think you, you showed them so <laughs> so now yeah, whatever i don't you know yeah, no yeah. no i, I can say that or you know you can't but I, i'll say yeah it was um you know i i got to the big leagues without the cutter uh but the cutter has definitely kept me in the big leagues you know because lefty as a lefty Whatever. You obviously have to get lefties out, and that's fine. And everybody, most lefties get lefties out, and it's how you handle the righties that's going to keep you in the big leagues. Um, so, so up until like last year, I've I've really handled righties pretty well. And last year, I just kind of is just a not a good year in general for whatever for whatever reason. But um, it uh, or I guess it wasn't a f- good first half. Um, but before that, I, I handled righties fine, and and that that's you know, where I don't have to be protected as much, you know, like I, my splits are definitely uneven, but still righties are below at where, or I think like career below average still. So well, that's helped at, and that kind of helped. You look at your last, you talk about last year, you look at like your last yeah, month, I think sad. your last 12 outings, you know, it's, and it's, it's really good. I mean, is there something, yeah, I, I, is there something um, that you said, you know, it maybe it's something that you did then or something that you're yeah. wanting to carry over and something that you're like, okay, I know that I have to work on this because um, when I, I want to hit the ground running in 2023. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I kind of, I, you know, in 21 for me and my, like just evaluate, self-evaluating my career, 2021 was my best season. And even though it wasn't my lowest ERA, it was my best year. Uh, and it was like, for me, it was the year that I'm most proud of just on a personal level of, of like what I did. And so, uh, after that year, I was like, okay, I know exactly what works this, like, I, you know, they asked me after this, you know, the, the, the exit meetings, what do you, you know, what are you going to work on? Absolutely nothing. I want to pick up right where I left off. And, and I'm sure that if I had the same year, as I just had, you guys will be 100% fine with that. And they're like, yep, that's exactly, that's, that's it. You know, we don't need anything other than that. And, and so that was kind of like, so then in, in last year it was like, well, I just need to do that again, you know, and that's what I need. That's it. I just need to get there, get to where that, get those pitches and, and do the same stuff and throw, you know, so it's like, I know this sinker works because it worked all of 21. I'm going to keep throwing it until it works. And, and then finally it was like, all right, it's just not working right now for whatever reason. Um, I need to do something different. And so I started like throwing a four seam more um, and mixing, mixing a little bit more, trying to work, like getting my change up back in, getting my change up in the mix a little bit, using my breaking ball a little bit more at a righties. And, uh, and, and then that, that kind of the second half leveled off. And I feel like I, you know, September, uh, I, I had a good month, but it's just as a reliever, you know how it goes, right? Like your life depends on the next guy after you. And so, and if, and if that doesn't work out, then, um, you kind of, your ERA is a little higher and then it, then it should be. So did you, did you find your sinker? I mean, did you find it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the, the, the four seam complemented it a lot more than analytics graded out. And so that really helped me out. Um, you know, just kind of showing up and then going back down as opposed to just living down and, and not really letting the hitters key in on, on that, on that one spot, you know, and like really just sell out for it. Um, they had to, it, it, that helped a lot. And, and then, so like pretty much the second half was very normal for me. I think I had like a two ERA and a hit per inning and, you know, uh, 
no strikeouts and a bunch of ground outs and no walks or a few walks. So that, that, that was nice to kind of finish on a good note, but I just, the first half was just a real, real wash. Uh, it, it, it was frustrating to, to say the least. So, um, but you know, I know, I know, I feel like I got better for it because things that I haven't done in a while or I've never done, I started doing in the second half and I, and I saw that they actually work and make, you know, I know how I want to get guys out. I want to get guys out with my cutter or my sinker. Um, and so the things I, I were, was doing in the second half were just making those pitches better and making it easier for me to get guys out with the pitches and in the way I want to get them out. If well, that makes any sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. The weird thing is, is that you're, um, you just happen to be throwing from a very similar arm slot from another person who also matriculated from Florida Gulf Coast, uh, college. University, sorry, right? You went Florida to, Gulf Coast University, yeah, yes. FGCU, FCV, yes, the uh, which is where you went, correct? Yeah, 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 and, yeah, uh, did. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so another there's another member of the uh, the Boston Red Sox pitching staff, Chris Sale. Yeah, I heard of him. Yeah, we were college teammates. Uh, he was a freshman when I was a junior. By the way, so the look on your face. It was like I was I'm, I'm thinking. Did I have the right college? Is this the wrong thing? Well, <laughs> well. So, whatever. Every time for like the last however since Chris Sale became Chris Sale, it's like, oh, that's where Chris Sale went, right? I'm like, yeah. No, I, I went where, there too. I, that's no, I've, I always, was, I've always Chris said that's my school. <laughs> that's right. I've always said this. Ask anybody. For years, I've said that's where Richard Blyer went. That's where yeah. he went. <laughs> so, you didn't and, hear about me till about a, a day ago. No, so. no, no. That's not true. I said, I said, everyone focused on Chris Sale. Everyone, no, 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 no. I'm going to be no myself. Chris Sale. Um, yeah, he's. It's. Uh, I'm happy for him and and all he's done, and I'm looking forward to being on his team again. It's going to be interesting um, because. I was tell- talking to somebody about who asked me earlier or something. And it's like, when I played with him, he was a freshman, you know, he was like 18 or 19 or whatever. I don't know. And I was a junior. I was, I was like the Chris sale of Florida Gulf coast back then. And now he's like the Chris sale of like Chris sales. And so it's like, I'm just a no name reliever who just got traded over or whatever. And he's, you know, Chris sale. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see, um, you know, our, our, our relationship, um, and and our I would say the dynamic of our relationship is definitely going to change uh, from when we were last together. Let's Ooh, just we'll just say I, definitely. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that like you were like obviously you were the veteran, and he was yeah. the guy coming in, and you're like I'm the veteran. No, we were cool. We were we hung out all the time. We were friends, and then and what he was good. Like when I got first got called up in sixteen, um, you know we and he was he was with Boston. We would we would get together and and hang out and get lunch or whatever. Um, and then, and, you know, we do it every once in a while here throughout the last few years or whatever, see each other. But, um, you know, we haven't really, uh, we haven't hung out like, like we're about to. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it's two, fa- two, uh, two hall of famers and two hall of famers. Uh, in the, in I, I the, just, I, huh? Two hall of famers in the clubhouse. Yeah. No big uh, deal. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. <laughs> Um, hardware <laughs> it's, it's, it's i think it's a good thing um yeah. uh so anyway all right well we're we're moving on from the uh i always get it confused the glory days yeah the glory day. we're, we're about to hear florida gulf coast university 
Yeah. Well, this is nothing else. Powerhouse D one program. You, you get the you, you get the roam around campus at spring training now. The, the, I do. Reminisce. I do. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Uh, um, before I get to the w, WBC, I'm going to ask you the 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 question which you got asked about from last year. Three bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can't I mean, I, I'm sorry, people. It's a it's a it was it was a. When you see things, that's a great great thing about the glorious game of baseball. Every day you might see something new. And for a guy who had never balked before, never balked before, ever, right? In, in the major I leagues. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, no, I, don't know. I know this. I've done my apparently research. I ba- apparently, I balked every time, according to, to people I asked um, uh, on the MLB side. That's, we won't name names. But um, that's, that, that. oh, yeah. I said I do the same move. Every single time for seven years, nobody said a word to me. Yeah, it's a balk every time. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Whatever. They said that. Um, a- so- they said that after they. So in case people, yeah. in case people don't know, you balked uh, three in three times an inning. Um, and, yeah, sweet. But but you, but it's a logical thing when you when you after the fact you say, hey, you got to explain this to me because it might because you want to make sure you're doing it right. And they're saying, no, you're, you're, you're pocking. I mean, you didn't do anything different after that, right? You just kept doing the same thing. I mean, what I don't, it's like, I'm like looking at the video. Like, I don't even know what, I don't know. I didn't know. I really don't know. Uh, you know, and they, the explanation was like, it's like you rolled through a stop sign and it's just, I just, I just, just didn't agree. And, um, and, and, you know, I think that I didn't get called for a balk the rest of the year. Uh, so, so it was there was that. The only thing I will say is that I know there was a memo sent out to umpires and teams and players, which I, I apparently got signed off on, that they are gonna start being stricter with the checks for the sticky stuff and making sure people are coming set. And so I guess I was the example of for, that. For, and oh, yeah. Just an earned run, you know, why not? Right. Why not? I'm facing Pete Alonso. Guy hit a three home, three run homer that game already in a two run game or a three run game or whatever it was. Um, in the seventh or eighth inning, we had the lead and the guy, Jeff, uh, McNeil hits an infield, um, an infield single with two outs. And then that's an earned run on that. Wonderful. What a year that kind of defined my season. I would say that's how, that's how the year went for me. Um, but yeah, box. It's I. I don't know. You know, it's it's. It, 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 I I, can't, I don't even know what to say about it. It was no, so no. Ridiculous. Listen, it's 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 like I said. It's it's new. Is it's it's something that you don't see. And I think that anybody would take your side. Anybody, you don't yeah, have to say anything about Wonderful. MLB. Like, but any, <laughs> anybody would take your side. Like, because again, this is like and whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm I'm just yeah, getting, not- other people in in the slow days of spring training. Other people will ask you about it. Just yeah, there's you know, your practice. So right. I mean, I got at, that's all I get at. Oh, what was with the box? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? You saw it. It's not like there's like some like secret thing on the inside. I don't know. You know, they said I balked. You know. Well, all right. So you mentioned rules, okay? You're you're playing for Israel, Team Israel in WBC, correct? Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, they're not using the rules in the WBC. The new rules. Which new? I, I this is news to me, so yes, I haven't heard is, much. I don't I'm, even know. I don't even know when I have to be there, so um, <laughs> really? I don't know anything about. I know I'm playing, but I, I well, I mean, well, because I can, because, I can patch in Ian Kinsler if yeah. you want. 
<laughs> no, but so they're working out in Jupiter. Um, and, oh. and they're, they're inner squatting the Marlins and then they're playing at Lone Depot. So it wasn't like, like it, it was like literally like just show up and then like, I don't know, maybe I'll go practice with them. Maybe I'll go practice over here. And now it's not, that's not the case. So now I actually, I'm doing and where I'm going and when I have to be there. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't really got around to that yet, but, um, that's it's on the list. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely, I, like I said, I'll be there. Um, yeah, I was talking to uh, somebody today, and they were asking about it. Somebody from the Red Sox, and I was just like, I, I don't have answers for you. I don't, I don't know. I, I will find out, though. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> well, they uh, um, also to let you know that they aren't using the new rules. They aren't using the pitch clock. Okay, they aren't using no that pitch clock. Yeah, but you are you on our pitch clock? You aren't worried about that? Um, no, I think I'm. I'm kind of. I'm not worried about it. I just. I don't really. I'm not a, a tremendous fan of it. Um. It, it's just like I don't know. Like it's the same kind of concept as like a balk. Do you really want something like silly like that to define a game? Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, that's just my opinion, and nobody cares about my opinion. So I do. Uh, I mean, that's well, why, you know, <laughs> we, we yeah, but right. the, the people that the, all the people that count, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the people that that actually um, implement rules, and you know, whatever. I think people. I think some people like it. Some people don't. A lot of the minor league guys that had to deal with it last year said that, like, you kind of, it's more. It's more challenging for the hitter than the pitcher. Yes. The pitcher, you know, you can kind of do your thing and. And like, just like pick up the pace a little bit and you're fine and you get used to it. But the hitter, it's like, you got to rush in there and you have to be in there at a certain time. And then the pitcher can run the clock down or whatever. So I don't know. I, the, the, the pitch clock is one thing. It's the pickoffs that I, are they, are they doing the pickoffs this year? Yeah. The yeah. Two so pick- y- yeah. Two, so yeah. like, that's weird. You know, like what if you're like a base runner and you're like, you bait a guy over, you know, you bait a guy into throwing over like, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you know he can't pick or whatever. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like it's like a whole new strategy in the game of like managing your pickoffs. But on the other hand, it's like how many times do you really see people pick off? I don't know. I I don't. I don't. Not that many people pick off. Uh, well, I feel like the runners, the runners run, and the guys that don't run don't run. Well, you don't have to worry about it because the WBC isn't using it. So I just well, I gotta. Uh, that's like four games or whatever. So what about the one sixty two? Oh, I got to play. Come on, I, I have I have high <laughs> hopes for Team Israel. More than four games. Well, minimum four games. Minimum one sixty one sixty two in the AL East. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> fair. That's right. <laughs> um, so here uh, on the podcast, one of the things that we've been doing with the relievers, who's been who they've been really good about coming on, is that we said, listen. We don't know how you guys are going to be. Although I think you guys are going to have a good bullpen. I don't know if you've taken on, it's on the to do list of looking at who else is in the bullpen, but it's well. I know some guys uh, already. Oh, oh, you do. Who's who's your buddies well, there? Well, like so, I work out at Cresty Sports Performance. So oh, you do. Like, so you see Tanner yeah. Houck. Yeah. So I don't know if he's a starter or reliever. I don't think oh, he knows, knows either. But yeah. if he is a reliever, I know him. Um, and then just I've crossed paths with. Uh, Actually, I know a lot of uh, the starters, I guess, more so. Like, Kluber works out there, has yep. worked out there in the past. Um, I have to look at the roster, but no, I feel no, like there was no, other, people. Good. There was other getting, people I know. But you got, like, a bullpen. It's Kenley Jansen. It's Chris Martin. These guys are new. Yeah. Um, John Schreiber, he came on last year. 
Um, you have a lot of guys, but I tweeted this out. You have a lot of guys that sort of throw three quarter, like, and I know it's a thing, but so anyway, that's maybe a, a conversation for another day because what are you going to say? Okay, I throw it this way, you know. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things we said, we said we don't know how you guys going to be, but what we can do is give you guys, make sure that you guys have the best walk-in music of any bullpen in the major leagues, right? So yeah. Schreiber, we gave him his. We basically had people call in, and he picked uh, Mud Shovel by Stain. Zach Kelly, another pitcher, he he called in. Um, Barnes was going to be on the list, but now you know you, you're taking over for him. So, what's your walking music? What what do you I'll got? I'll take whatever Barnes has. Uh, no, I no. <laughs> do you do you must have so you have do you have your own or no? I've I've always gone with Nirvana breed, mm. um, but. Um, you know, I don't know. It, it It's not that big of a deal. Uh, I mean, I th- the- you know, I thought about, you know, I got two kids now, two young kids, and my, my oldest is three. And I thought about playing, a, doing a song that she likes, but that's already been done with the, so it's. Um, with the let it go? Let no, it- no, not that bad. <laughs> she likes like, she likes like country music and, and, rock, and rock. she likes what I like. So she likes. She's she yeah she likes. Can, can we help? Can, can we help you? Like, can we help? Like Queen. Yeah. What do you got? You, no, I, I don't got anything. I just want to put it out there. I just, I'm the, we're the man of the people. The podcast of the people. So yeah, uh, yeah. So all right, that's that's we'll get on that. We'll get on that. Fair to, yeah, because I it wouldn't be fair to just pick a song without people knowing me or anything like that, right? Like but, I feel so, like it wouldn't be genuine. So country music. Uh, perf- yeah, but you can't come out to like. Uh, I mean, I guess people do actually, but I don't think I wouldn't come out to a country song. Okay. I like old school rock. Um, I, it's not like a huge thing that I'm in. Like, it's not like I like. I'm like, you know, it's not Timmy punching Trumpets. myself in the face while um right while I'm listening to my walkout song or anything <laughs> like that. But um, uh, so it, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I've I've like kind of thought about the music and i guess not like recently but every year i'm like oh maybe i'll try something different and then they ask me and it's whatever give me so this so just give me three give me three criteria like if you because i i'll we will help you three um like so or two i don't care one one criteria i can't even think of one i don't know you like uh Um, old school rock so yeah so not Latin music. Um, okay. I'm just not a big fan of Latin music. Uh, and it has to, this is a science to it because it has to build up that it has to hit when you get to the mound. And yeah, so <laughs> sorry. I know that this is like when you woke up this morning, you probably didn't think you're like, this is gonna, how you're in your day, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, uh, yeah, I would, I would probably go with like old school rock if I had to pick one criteria. Um Cause like they've got like the guitar and stuff, you know, that kind of like, like it can't be like a slow song. Country's like, uh, I mean, I guess there's like upbeat country songs, but I don't, I'm not into like the new country stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I would say old school, which like old school rock now is like, yeah, I was going to say like, like nineties and like two thousand. I don't I even know. Say, like, I was going, I'm going out to the innings festival out in Tempe and, and I'm like, Oh my God, like Eddie Vedder's hot, you know, headlining and, and, and Green Day, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, classic rock." Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> so Jeez. yeah. Well, I, I don't know when, like, you know, like Nirvana is considered old, like old school rock, and that wasn't like always. A th- you know, I was born in the '80s, so I was 
I don't know if I was listening to Nirvana when I was like 10, but probably not too far away from that. Um, and, uh, and so he, like when he transitioned to old school rock or classic rock, uh, I was like, Oh man, that's like music. I listened to <laughs> yeah. kind of growing up now it's considered <laughs> old music. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're welcome to my world. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, we're just trying because this people are going to be excited when you come in, people are excited. You're on the team. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun in Fort Myers as you reminisce on the, your campus of your old college and it's going to be fun <laughs> at, at Fenway. It's going to be fun at WBC. So yeah. I really, pre- I really appreciate you uh, introducing yourself to all the the Red Sox people and introducing yourself to me and taking the time. And and I look forward just a couple of weeks away. Just a couple of weeks away. Yeah, yeah, a couple of short weeks, I'm sure. So yes. it'll happen quick. Well, thanks so much, Richard. Appreciate I- you having me on. Yeah.